everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the On My Mind podcast. Happy Wednesday. I'm currently sipping a juice box because it just felt right. I'm also eating animal crackers because my mom just gave me a pack. And let me tell you, there is not one combo on this earth that I don't think would make me feel as much of a child as I feel like right now. I'm literally eating animal crackers in a juice box. Hello. That sipping sound was so aggressive. I'm so sorry. I actually just drank three of these because they're so tiny. Like they're meant for little kids. And you know, I'm a full grown adult. I deserve to drink more than one juice box. So here we are. If you care to know, which I don't know why you would, but I'm drinking the Big Birds Apple Juice from Apple and Eve. That's the brand. It's 100% juice. I don't even know what that means. I don't even know what it means when some cans of drinks or like bottles of drinks say 5% juice, 95% juice. What's the other stuff? What do you mean it's only 5% juice? Like what's the other 95%? It's not juice. What is it? That I will never understand. I'm not really trying to tackle that issue right now, but I hope you're having a good week so far. I'm honestly not, (laughs) if I'm going to be very honest, but on the bright side, I do feel like a little kid right now. And honestly, sometimes that's just what you need. I feel like I have been in such this mode of adulting, doing adult stuff and taking care of things, taking care of myself. And I don't know, sometimes I forget to take care of my inner child and this is really doing it for me right now. So if you needed a sign to go to the store and buy yourself a juice box and maybe some animal crackers, I don't know, I think this is your sign to go do it. So I do have some very exciting news. I was looking at the podcast analytics today and you guys, we hit 1 million listens on this podcast. And we're only 14 episodes in, which is absolutely wild. It's so crazy to me that this is reaching so many people and I love the community we're building on here and on the podcast Instagram. It's been so fun. And I just want to say thank you for that because you just simply listening to this literally helps me achieve my dreams and it's the craziest thing. You know, it's weird because when I record these episodes, I'm obviously alone in my room and so I don't always process that real human beings are are listening to my most inner thoughts. The other day, I met a listener who was so sweet and she was like, oh, I listened to your Finding Yourself episode, I think it was, and it resonated so much and really inspired me and I was like, oh my gosh, thank you, that's amazing. And I told her, so basically, you know a lot about me. And she was like, yes, I do. And we were just laughing because in that moment, I was like, wow, real people are actually listening to and consuming my content and hearing what I have to say. And as you guys know, I talk about a lot of personal stuff on here, which I love doing. It's very therapeutic for me. So yeah, it just blows my mind that this podcast actually helps some of you or inspires you. It's just like, wow, I don't know. I love you guys so much. And so yeah, anyway, if you ever see me in public, please say hi if you want to. I will say sometimes I might not always seem approachable because sometimes I have RBF, but I swear if you say hi, I will literally be so happy. And it's probably one of my favorite things about this job. But yeah, don't be scared of my face. Because sometimes, like I said, my resting bitch face is just, you know, it's kind of plastered on there. I don't know. I just wanted to say thank you because it's just crazy. A million listens. That is so many people. I know it's not a million people that are listening, but like the fact that there's been over a million listens on this podcast. Ugh, I just want to hug you all. You guys are the best. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting this. It's still pretty new and I just appreciate you and I appreciate it so, so much. Anyway, summer is officially here. I know it kind of started a while ago. I know like summer officially starts. I think it's June 21st is when like the actual season starts. But for me, mid-May, I'm like, summer is here. I don't give a shit if it's still considered spring. The vibes are now summer, but now it's actually officially summer. Honestly, I have not done anything that exciting at all. I feel like because I live in Hawaii and it kind of always feels like summer in a way that it officially being summer now doesn't really feel that different for me. Like the excitement that most people feel when it's summer, I totally get because if you live somewhere that's actually has seasons, then it's probably so nice when it gets sunny out again. But for me, it doesn't really feel like that much changes, which I'm honestly so grateful for. As much as I'd like to experience seasons and live somewhere that has like a cold weather, autumn, winter, fall, spring, whatever. I don't know. I feel like I would not thrive and my mood would be so affected because I feel like my mood really is dependent on if the sun is out. And I don't know. So I feel you all who go through some, you know, negative moods in the winter because I cannot imagine that. Like I love traveling to a chillier place, but maybe only for like two weeks, you know? I was actually thinking about that the other day because I was like, wow, when I was considering or when I knew I wanted to move out, one of my biggest things or one of my biggest options was, okay, am I going to move to New York? I really thought I was going to move to the city for 
a little bit and I was thinking about it and I was like, I think I would have rotted in that winter. I just can't do it. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm not used to that and I wasn't like raised in a place that has seasons. I'm not used to it, but I don't really know where I'm going with this. So that is really good. I'm, I don't know if I said this already, but it's 1030 or it's 1045 now at night. And I usually don't do late night podcasts simply because sometimes I get very sidetracked at night. And I don't know, it's weird because I feel like I have my best conversations at night, but I also, they also just never really go anywhere. I don't even know what I was talking about. Oh, summer. I do love the energy that summer brings. It's so fun. However, like I said, I haven't done anything like that exciting or crazy yet. I do have a fun girls trip coming up, which I'm actually so excited about. It's been a while since I've had friend time like that. And obviously, as you guys know, I've talked about how I don't typically function the best in group situations. So even though it hasn't even happened yet, I'm still proud of myself for wanting to go and having plans too, because I feel like me in the past would have overthought it and maybe even talked myself out of it. I have talked about this before, how Sometimes my social anxiety is very, very bad and it's really held me back from experiencing some things. But I remember at the beginning of this year, I set a goal and I set an intention to be more open to friendships and experiences because like I said, I so often close myself off to that, which I've been actively working on and I'm really excited to have some friend time soon. And while it is slightly out of my comfort zone to be in big group situations, it's with people I absolutely love and adore so it'll be really good and I am just like I said I don't know I'm like proud of myself which seems silly if you don't experience social anxiety you're probably like girl what why would you ever not be excited about that and it's not that I'm not excited but I don't know I just have had some unfortunate experiences in group situations and sometimes I just don't thrive the best in them so this is you know this is a big deal for me and I am just feeling like I'm taking really good steps in a good direction of, I don't know, kind of getting over that and being more social, being more open to new friends, saying yes to more things, obviously within boundaries. I'm not just going to say yes to absolutely everything if I absolutely don't want to go, but this was something that I didn't want to, you know, miss out on. And yeah, so basically what I'm trying to say here is get ready for all of the vlogs and Instagram content because I will definitely be posting way too much. Every time I travel, I feel like that one TikTok sound that's like, prepare to be sick of me, prepare right now to be sick of me. Because personally, I love when someone that I follow goes on vacation. I'm like, give me more. Let me see absolutely everything you're doing, what you're eating, what you're wearing. Don't stop the posts, keep them coming. It's kind of funny because seeing posts like that, I either absolutely eat up or they make me feel horrible for not leaving my apartment for days straight. So it really depends what mood I'm in. But yeah, I will definitely be posting a lot and I'm very, very excited. I also am a little nervous because, you know, it's just who I am. I get nervous about things and I overthink things before they even happen, but it's not as crippling as it used to be before, which I don't know. I don't know how that happened. I feel like I've just been taking little steps to kind of overcome my group situation, social anxiety feelings, and it's definitely been a slow process. I'm still not the most, you know, extroverted, I want to be with people all the time and go out every weekend type of person, but I do feel myself opening up to saying yes to more things, and that's definitely been really exciting for me because I feel like I'm growing a lot in that way, and, you know, there's still things I need to work on with all of that, but... I am working on it, which, you know, is all I can really ask of for myself. Moving on, I don't really have many life updates to share with you because the life update that I do have is kind of what this whole episode is about. Basically, I have been in one of the longest ruts and I've been feeling off for such a long time now. It's been weeks, I feel like. I don't exactly know when it came on, but you know that feeling where you just don't feel like yourself and you have no motivation to do things? You know, I... A lot of the time I don't have motivation to do things, but I still do them. But right now it's more the type of feeling where I have no motivation and I don't even bother trying to muster up any and I can't really explain it. I just haven't been in my routines, haven't been doing the things that I necessarily want to be doing on a day-to-day basis. I have been going to bed extremely late and I'm talking from someone who used to have a bedtime of like 10, 30, 11 p.m. I have been going to bed at 2 a.m., sometimes 3 a.m. I don't know why. I just can't get myself to go to bed earlier. Well, now that I think about it, (laughs) that's probably because I have been watching way too much TV and I have been doing it a little bit in an overload. 
So that's probably why, because once I get addicted to a show, that's it. It's over and I will be rotting on the couch, which is fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, relaxing and doing all of that, but it's just come to a point where I go to bed literally so late. I'm not doing any of the things of my night routine, really. I wake up super late, way later than I want to and should be waking up because, you know, I have things to do. I can't be waking up at the time that I have been waking up. It's just, I don't know, it's been a really tough cycle for me to break. And overall, I just feel like internally, I haven't even been acting like myself. Maybe that's not the way it's coming across because I don't think anyone else notices. It's just something that I feel. I feel off. I don't feel like myself lately. I've just been, you know, in a rut and I'm sure you've been there before. I've been there before, obviously, but this one is just hitting different (laughs) and not a good way. It's just the worst because I feel like I've been unable to shake myself out of this. Some ruts go by so fast. Sometimes I'll be in like a rut for a few days, but like I said, this one is lingering and I don't really know why. Maybe something is in the air because I have seen so many other people on TikTok. I talk about TikTok so much. I'm so sorry, but I consume a lot of it lately, so I will be referring to it. I've seen a lot of people on there talking about how they just don't feel like themselves lately, and in the comments of these videos, there's so many people saying they feel the same way, and these videos are, like, going viral, so I know I'm not the only one that's feeling like this lately. So I'm like, okay, it's not just me. I'm not the only one who's feeling like this, and... I thought it'd be a good podcast episode to talk about it because I'm ready to get out of it. Like I, whoa, someone is speeding down the street by my apartment for no reason. This is such a big side tangent, but you know what the most annoying thing is? When you are like in a car and you're sitting next to someone at the red light and you guys are like the first in line and it's clearly a guy driving like a car that's, you know, faster. It has, it has that kick. It has the engine sound. And they really aggressively, like once the light turns green, go so fast and it's so loud for no reason. And they think they're like being impressive. And then you literally see them at the next red light. I don't know why that like pisses me off. (laughs) That's like a random fun fact about me. I feel like guys who try to do stuff like that, even if it's not intentional, I don't know. I feel like it's intentional. They're like trying to show off their, what is it called? Their engine? Uh, I am so not a car girl like that. I don't even know what the word is, but you guys know what I'm talking about. You've seen those guys with their windows down in their cars and their engine is like so loud. I don't know why that literally triggers something so deeply inside of me. I'm like, I'm not even impressed. If anything, now I have the ick. So I just thought I'd mention that because that's where my mind just went. Like I said, you guys, this is a late night episode. So we don't know where my mind is going to take me tonight. So I thought this would be a good podcast topic because a lot of the times when I'm feeling like this, I don't really talk about it. I kind of just brush it under the rug. I don't know if that's the term and try to push through it. I, you know, obviously love my content to be very uplifting and positive and motivational, but I'm just not feeling it. And maybe that's something that some of you need to hear that someone else is also going through it and it's okay if you're also going through something right now and you're not really feeling like yourself you've been in a rut i am with you hopefully if you're listening to this this episode will help you out honestly i'm still kind of in the middle of it all so i'm crossing my fingers that this inspires me too and guess honestly i'm still in the middle of this all and so i'm crossing my fingers this inspires me too and gets my ass up and back to my usual self i have made it a point i'm going to force myself tomorrow morning to actually wake up early have my routine, even if I don't feel like it, because I don't know, I keep making excuses for why I can't. And I'm honestly losing a lot of confidence in myself because of that. So it's time to turn the tables and do what I know is going to make me feel good again. Because I don't know, this cycle, as much as it is nice to, I don't know if this is dramatic, as much as it's nice to rot in these feelings and be like, when I'm laying in bed at 10 a.m., I'm like, okay, I'm going to sleep in even more. It just doesn't make me feel that good. Plus, it's just been going on for so long that, I don't know, at this point, it's not my body being like, oh, I need rest. I need a break. I feel like I just, like I said, keep making excuses. Hold on. Brief siren break. I live very close to the sirens. Speaking of sirens, I have such a deep fascination of Greek mythology. I remember when I was reading the Percy Jackson series, I forget which book it was. Maybe it was The Sea of Monsters, but they were, there was like a few chapters on the sirens 
and how they like lured in shipmen, like men on ship to their island and then killed them. I have such a deep fascination. I really need to read more about that because I love Percy Jackson. I will say that. And I know there's a lot more <laughs> to Greek mythology than Percy Jackson, obviously, but that is one of my all-time favorite movie series. The books are obviously fantastic and superior, but I just love Logan Lerman. I love the whole cast and I actually need to rewatch that very soon because those are definitely some of my comfort movies for sure. Anyway, let's stay on topic, Ava. This is going to be near impossible, but I'm going to share all of my tips. Well, not all of them. I don't, I don't know how many tips I actually have. These are the ones that I could think of off the top of my head that I'm going to start integrating more because... I need to and I want to. So I'm going to share some of my tips to pull yourself out of a rut. And I also asked you all on the podcast Instagram to share some of your tips too. So I'll read that after. When I'm in a rut, sometimes I kind of neglect grocery shopping or get too lazy to cook myself my own meal, which is why meal kits are really amazing, especially HelloFresh, who is a sponsor of this podcast. HelloFresh now has 30 dinner recipes to choose from. Meal kits are chef's kiss no pun intended. HelloFresh now has 30 dinner recipes to choose from every single week. That's the most choices of any meal kit. If you're traveling this summer and going away, you can even update your delivery address and enjoy HelloFresh at your vacay destination with just a click. They make it super easy to be flexible with plans and they work with your changing schedule. If I could get HelloFresh in Hawaii, I would probably use it not probably. I would definitely use it way too much because eh, not that there is such a thing as too much. Meal kits are, like I said, so convenient, so delicious, so good, and so simple. I wish I could get it here because I've actually tried the food from HelloFresh when I visited one of my friends on the mainland and it was so yummy, saved so much time in the kitchen, and the convenience of meal kits are absolutely amazing. We had a chicken and pasta dish and it was so good. I remember eating that and I was very impressed. I feel like it would even be a fun date idea or even for a girl's night to cook a meal kit together and enjoy. I know a lot of you listening have very busy schedules or maybe you're just not feeling like you have time or the energy to be in the kitchen for hours on end, which is why HelloFresh is really amazing. All the ingredients are there for you and you just prepare it. And most importantly, they are so delicious. And like I said, convenient. So if you want delicious food that's convenient to make and saves you time in the kitchen, go to hellofresh.com mind16 and use code mind16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. That's hellofresh.com mind16 and use code mind16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Definitely check it out. They are America's number one meal kit. So let's get started. First things first, I feel like you need to let yourself feel off for a bit. Sometimes you need to do that and take a breather from your life, whatever is going on. Sometimes I feel like we go through these feelings of being a rut and feeling off and not like ourselves because it's our mind or our body telling us to take a step back, slow down. I don't know about all of you listening, but I feel like I always just push, 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 and then my stress builds up and this kind of happens inevitably. So sometimes when you're feeling not like yourself, like you need to take a step back, that's probably because you do. And so I think it's important to recognize when you are feeling, you know, overwhelmed, overworked, stressed. Instead of letting that lead you to burnout and feeling like you're in a rut, sometimes you just have to let yourself feel like that instead of pushing it away. Because when I push it away, it comes back 10 times stronger. And I feel like I've been doing the whole pushing it away thing for a while. And that's why I've been in this weird mood for weeks on end now because for so long I just kept pushing it and being like I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine and now it's all built up and it's biting me in the butt not very fun but here we are even in my personal life I've just been thinking about the future a lot trying to figure out what I'm doing with my life which is probably the worst thing because I don't know you can only plan so much and worry about your future so much before it gets obsessive and then you freak out because you don't have that much control over your future even if you do lots of things to prepare for your future. You just never know. And so I've been getting to that point where I'm thinking about the future so much, what's going to happen next. And so I've just been letting all of those thoughts eat away at me, which hasn't been helpful because I've been throwing myself into this cycle of freaking out over things that I don't really have control over. So I think giving yourself the space and grace to feel like this 
because it's so easy to be hard on yourself. I think that's necessary. You can't always just be go, 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 push, push, push. There has to be a balance. And I think, I don't know, balance is just something I'm really trying to focus on this year too, because I think in all things in life, there needs to be a good balance. Too much of one thing is not a good thing. And so life is definitely a balancing act. I'm still trying to figure out all of it. And for me, I just feel like, I don't know, my balance has kind of been thrown off, especially since living alone, because now I have so many extra responsibilities on top of my regular stuff. You know, when I was living at home, I could kind of just do my thing, get all my stuff done. And I lived with my parents and my mom was amazing. She would, you know, cook and clean. And obviously I would help. My dad helps too, but I could definitely chill out more and have a good balance. But now I feel like Once I finish one thing, there's just something else waiting for me to do because I live on my own and I have things that I need to take care of. I have to, you know, clean and grocery shop, do all of those adult things. And sometimes I just let that all add up. So when I first started feeling this weird mood, this weird energy come onto me, I was like, okay, I'm going to let myself feel like this for a little bit. And I gave myself the space to, you know, I relaxed. I think relaxing is great. Like I said, balance. I was lazy. I also think being lazy is great and necessary sometimes. And I definitely gave myself the ability and the grace to do that. I was like, I'm not going to be mean to myself about it because it's so easy to be hard on yourself when things are off and you're in this weird mood, but you still have things to do. It's very easy to just be like, you literally suck and you have no motivation. What are you doing? Respectfully get your shit together. And so while that was good, this kind of leads into my next tip. Once you've let yourself feel your feelings, and this is a personal thing, you know, obviously everyone's situation is different. Nothing is necessarily going wrong in my life. It's kind of just like an internal mental thing that has been off. You know, everyone's situations are different. And so if you're actually going through something, maybe these tips, you know, you don't have, take it with a grain of salt because this is just my personal experience. I didn't have anything crazy happen to me where I could, you know, just be in a weird mood for months on end. Nothing is particularly wrong. And so now I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, I'm over this. I'm over being in a rut. I'm tired of not feeling like myself. I'm tired of feeling so off and I want to get back to being happy about life and feeling good again. I've just let myself be in this weird mood for so long that I'm over it and I need to break the cycle because I just haven't been able to. Well, I I have been able to. Like I have all the power to. I just haven't been wanting to. So now the point that I'm at is I need to be hard on myself because personally, I think there needs to be a balance between being kind to yourself, giving yourself grace and space, but also knowing when it's time to pull yourself out of it, kick your own ass a little bit. Obviously, everyone handles things differently. You should definitely handle it how you think you would respond to best. And I know what I personally need right now is a little bit of a kick in the butt. Now we're going to actually get into the tips because I don't even know what I've been talking about. I kind of just have been talking about how first I needed to give myself space and now I need to kick my ass and get back into shape, not like physically or like working out wise, but just in general, you know, keep in mind, I haven't done any of these tips yet. I'm hoping to do them tomorrow. So maybe me putting this out on the internet will force me to do this because I don't want to be all talk, no action, okay? I don't want to be like that. If I'm going to say this on the podcast and I'm going to say that I'm going to do these things, I've got to follow through. First things first, do a reset routine. I am in dire need of a full reset and I'm talking cleaning everything, resetting my entire living space, whether you're taking care of an apartment or just like your bedroom, your dorm, whatever it is, I feel like having a full clean, a full reset, getting things nice and organized, putting away all your stuff that you've been throwing around, that you have been telling yourself that you're going to put away, but you haven't put away because you've been in a rut and the last thing that you care about is a clean space. (laughs) That's kind of been me. I'm pretty good with cleaning. I haven't let things get super dirty. And this is from my mom for sure, because my mom was kind of like a neat freak almost growing up. You know, I couldn't have multiple cups of water glasses in my room if there was stuff on the floor, like she would kind of say something. You know, I just grew up in a very clean household. And so I definitely have those habits instilled in me, but I've let a lot of those habits slip away because in this weird mood that I've been in, the last thing that I care about is 
spending a whole hour cleaning every single part of my apartment. Sometimes it takes, you know, longer than that. And so while I haven't let things get like really dirty, it's just messy. So I definitely need to do like a full bathroom clean. I need to vacuum my entire apartment. I've kind of just been like spot vacuuming because I don't know, like when I'm on the couch, I have this really bad habit of running my hands through my hair and like taking out all the hairs that naturally fall out. I'm not like pulling out my hair, but you know what I mean when you run your hands through your hair and there's hair that sheds? I have this really annoying habit and I hate that I'm even admitting this and I'll just like throw it on the floor. And so there'll be piles of my dark hair, which you can very visibly see on the floor. So I've been like vacuuming that, but I haven't been actually like vacuuming my entire apartment, which I should do. I need to, you know, change the bed sheets. I don't know why, but when I am consistent with changing my sheets super often. I feel like my life is together. I've been pretty okay about doing that, but unfortunately, because I have like three sheet sets, I have this huge pile of bedding that hasn't been washed because uh, I've been lazy to do it. And so that pile is just sitting in my room right now. And after I'm done with the bedding that's on my bed now, I'm not gonna have any clean sheets. So gotta do that. I don't know about you guys, but one of the most annoying parts of adulting is finding good doctors, especially since I moved out and moved to a new city. The whole process can feel very confusing and overwhelming, but thanks to ZocDoc, who is a sponsor of this podcast, they give you all the tools to find and book the perfect doctor for you. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. You can read up on local doctors and get verified patient reviews and see what other real humans had to say about their visit. So when you walk into that doctor's office, you're set up to see someone in your network who gets you. It's a very simple process. Just go to ZocDoc.com, choose a time slot, and whether you want to see the doctor in person or do a video, it's a very simple process. Just go to ZocDoc.com, choose a time slot, and whether you want to see the doctor in person or do a video visit. And just like that, you're booked. As you guys know, I really value convenience and with ZocDoc, you can find the doctor that is right for you and book an appointment that works for your schedule. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc. I actually found a really great doctor through them and it's my go-to whenever I need to find and book a doctor. In the chaotic world of healthcare, let ZocDoc be your trusted guide to find a quality doctor in a way that is surprisingly pain-free. With ZocDoc, you can get your docs in a row. Hee hee hee. Was that funny? <laughs> I thought it was. If you're interested, go to ZocDoc.com slash mind and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash mind, ZocDoc.com slash mind. Go check it out. For me, what my reset routine kind of looks like, maybe I should do a whole podcast episode about this. That could be kind of fun and motivating, but I will clean everything, you know, scrub the tub, scrub the toilets, clean the floors, clean the sinks, clean the mirrors, organize everything. Uh, like I said, change the bedding, even just like going through my closet and doing like a little mini closet declutter, even just organizing stuff. I know for me, the last few weeks, I have been throwing things everywhere. And so it's not like a crazy disaster in here, but I've definitely let things just sit on the floor, sit on my table, sit on the couch, sit on my like coffee table and I just love having a clean space. I feel like when you have a clean space, your mind feels so much clearer. And so that's definitely something I need to do. Another thing I like to do with my reset routines is making like a really clear to-do list for the day, for the week, kind of mapping out what I wanna do. And then as for personal stuff with a reset routine, maybe you're gonna do like a nice face mask, shave if you're someone that likes to shave. I need to shave my legs right now because I love to shave. I don't know, it always just makes me feel good when I do. That's just a personal thing. You don't have to shave if you don't want to, but I like to personally. Doing like a reset shower. That's that's kind of what I'm getting at here. So my reset shower, I will do like a hair mask. I will deep condition. I'll do a face mask in there. I'll shave, I'll exfoliate. I'll do the whole works. And I like to call that my the shower. Like not just a regular get in there, do your business, get clean, get out. No, this shower you take a little bit more time and effort into, and I always feel like a brand new woman coming out of that shower, but I haven't done that in a while. So I feel like that would make a really big difference. Another big thing to reset is to clean up your digital spaces. And I feel like we don't really realize how much 
clutter we can hold digitally and how much space that can take up mentally for, for us sometimes. Maybe clean out your camera roll. For me, I really like to organize my desktop on my laptop because I love having an organized desktop. When there's all these random files sitting everywhere, my life is a mess and I can't get anything done. My, it just feels so cluttered. So, you know, just going through things, deleting things, organizing your digital spaces really helps with your mind just as much as cleaning your physical spaces because obviously in this generation, we spend a lot of time online. So if you're going to clean your physical space, you should also clean your digital space. I feel like a good reset just makes you feel very refreshed and, you know, it feels new almost, especially if you've been letting your spaces get a little bit messy, a little bit cluttered, maybe a little bit dirty. Set aside 30 minutes to an hour. If you can commit that much time, even if you only have 30 minutes, if you can just commit 30 minutes to aggressively cleaning as much as you can, you'd be surprised how much you can get done. And we probably have the time to do that, but we've been making excuses about why we can't. So that is my goal for tomorrow. I need to do that for myself. And so that will definitely be high on the to-do list for me. It's I'm going to make it a priority and I have to because I've just been putting it off and I know that's going to make such a big difference just to have like a refresh and have things feel good. Another thing that really helps me get out of a rut is movement. I have not been good about this. I was in such a good routine and it's very easy to get mad at myself and I'm really trying hard not to because I was in such a good routine and I was feeling so good. And then once all of this mental, what is the word, commotion, all this turmoil in my head, I haven't been prioritizing movement and it doesn't have to be anything crazy. You don't have to go do a three-hour workout. If you can just dedicate 10 to 20 to 30 minutes, it would make such a big difference. I know sometimes we don't really have that much time to work out, you know, sometimes when we tell ourselves we don't have time to work out, we actually do. We're just making excuses because I know personally, I could probably dedicate at least 45 minutes to an hour each day to work out. Obviously, my schedule is very different from everyone else's. We all have different lives, different things that we need to do. But I think if we can commit a little bit of time to move our bodies every single day or however often that you can, it really positively affects your mental. And personally, I don't really work out to look a certain way. I just love the way it makes me feel. And I don't know why I haven't been prioritizing that because I know how good I'm going to feel after. Again, this cycle is really hard to break. You just have to force yourself to do it, drag yourself to the gym or outside. And my biggest trick when I am not feeling like doing something, I just tell myself, okay, just go for five minutes because you can at least do that. Every single person, well, most people have five minutes to spare. And once you do the five minutes, usually you're going to be like, oh, I can do more. And so that's a good way to kind of get into the groove of things again. I think the most important thing when it comes to working out is finding whatever works for you and whatever you like best. You don't have to follow other people on social media, what they're doing. Find what works for you. Say everyone on social media that you see is into weightlifting. If that's not your style, then... Maybe you're someone who likes to walk or dance or swim. However you like to move your body, that is totally up to you. As long as you move it, it's going to feel so good. I've gone through a lot of ruts with working out because I've always been like, oh, shouldn't I be doing this or this? But that's not really things that I enjoy doing. And so once you find a way to move your body that you like to personally do, it makes things so much more fun and bearable to do. You guys know I love to read, but sometimes with my schedule and how I'm always on the go, I don't have a ton of time to do the things I want to do, like reading. And that's why I love Audible. I think the first time I ever used it was back in high school, so I've been familiar with it for quite a while now, and the whole concept of being able to listen to a book is so cool, especially if you're not into reading physical books or maybe you just don't have the time. Audible offers an incredible selection of audiobooks across every genre, from bestsellers and new releases 
releases to celebrity memoirs, mysteries and thrillers, motivation, wellness, business, and more. You'll discover exclusive Audible originals from top celebrities, renowned experts, and exciting new voices in audio. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. All Audible members get access to a growing selection of audiobooks, Audible originals, and podcasts that are included with membership. You can listen to all you want and more get added every month. With the Audible app, you can listen anytime, anywhere, like when you're traveling, walking, or doing chores. Again, with my whole convenience thing, Audible is just that. And I think it's so cool that you can now consume the content of books without having to put aside time in your day to sit down and read. If you don't have that time, if you've followed my stuff for a while, you know I absolutely love the author Colleen Hoover and all of my favorite books of hers are on Audible like It Ends With Us, Ugly Love, and Verity. I just love the concept of audiobooks and I know some people prefer audiobooks to reading. So if that's you, you can let Audible help you discover new ways to laugh, be inspired, or be entertained. New members can try it free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash Ava or text Ava to 500-500. That's audible.com slash Ava or text Ava to 500-500 to try Audible free for 30 days. Audible.com slash Ava. Go check it out. My next tip, listen to music. It sounds so dumb, but I have so many playlists that make me feel so good. I have a lot of public playlists on Spotify if you just search up Ava Jules. And my favorite playlist to listen to, I will look right now for when I'm feeling in a rut and I need to get out of my weird mood, are my playlists like songs that hot girls listen to, blast in the car, and feel good music. Whenever I feel like things in my head are just very loud, there's a lot of commotion in my head, and you know... I'm not feeling the best in there. If I blast music, I can literally drown out all those thoughts. And sometimes distraction is exactly what you need. And so music is the perfect way to do that. If you have some earbuds, a pair of headphones, put that shit on blast as loud as you want. Drown out your thoughts. And I don't know, music just uplifts you so much. If I'm in a really sour mood and I put on my favorite music that hypes me up or makes me feel good or makes me feel like a baddie, my mood will instantly change. So whether you're doing that, like I said, with headphones or even if you go for a drive and you blast it in your car, obviously drive safe. I feel like that uplifts your mood so, so much. I know that one seems kind of like an obvious one, but sometimes I forget that I can just do that. I don't know why. I like forget that that exists. Or even something similar to that could be listening to like a motivational podcast. I know sometimes for me, when I need to get that like motivation kick, it's so nice to listen to a podcast that uplifts you, motivates you, and inspires you to like go out and do something. My next tip, this one is... So, I don't know. I don't know if it's like dumb to say this, but go outside. I cannot tell you how many days where I have been in my weird rut mood that I like didn't even leave the apartment or step foot outside that day. And it's such a mood booster to go sit in a park, go on a walk, go to the beach, go to the lake, whatever like nature you have around you. Even if you just like go outside and walk to a coffee shop, it's kind of crazy how much doing little things like that can positively affect you and make you feel good. It's kind of hard to prioritize that sometimes, especially if you're super busy, if you have a very busy work schedule, or if you just have no desire to do it. But sometimes you have to push yourself to do stuff like that, even if you don't necessarily feel like it, because 99% of the time you're not going to regret it. That kind of is the same thing for working out. You never regret a workout. I never regret going outside <laughs> and I need to sometimes. And also sometimes it's really nice to see other faces and realize that, oh, I'm not the only person in this world. I know that's kind of like a weird thing to say, but sometimes when things are so internal with myself and I live alone, so sometimes I don't even like talk to anyone the whole day. Sometimes it's very easy for things in my life to feel catastrophic and feel like the end of the world. I'll do this sometimes too, actually. I will like go look out my window or go, or go stand out on the balcony and look at all the cars passing by, look at the people walking on the sidewalk, and I think, oh my gosh, they definitely have problems as complex as mine. Their lives are as complex as mine. Doing that is really helpful for me because then I just feel like, one, I'm not alone. Two, things are going to be okay. I don't know why doing that is really helpful 
for me, just realizing that I'm not alone and at the end of the day, we're all going through shit in a good way. It makes me feel very small. And I like the feeling of feeling small sometimes. You know, there's some points where I'm like, I wanna feel big, I wanna take up space, and other times I wanna feel small. And in moods like this, sometimes I just need to feel small. Like my problems are just, you know, at the end of the day, it's gonna be fine. I don't know if that made sense. It is currently now 11.30, so pardon me if any of this is sounding a little wonky because like I said, it's a late night's thoughts podcast episode type of day, if you know what I mean. Another tip is to hang out with other people because when I am alone too much and I'm feeling down like this, it's kind of nice to have someone to talk to and also I feel way more motivated when someone's with me. So the other day, my best friend slept over and I was still in the middle of feeling very weird and I even called her. I was like, uh, don't come. I'm not in the best mood. And she was like, mm, I'm honestly not doing too hot either. So we still hung out, which I'm honestly really glad that we did because when I woke up that morning, because I had the motivation of someone being with me, we both woke up early. We worked out. We had a good morning. And I was like, oh, I have been alone a little bit too much. And it was really nice to have someone to talk to about it, to distract me and to also motivate me. I find it very easy when I'm alone to kind of just rot, but when someone's with me, I just feel a little bit more motivated. This next one is one of my biggest tips and I need to listen to this tomorrow. Lean back into your routines. It doesn't have to be the strict thing. Even if you just do some parts of your routine, I feel like that will really help. It's so weird because I love my morning routine. I literally have made an episode on this podcast about the morning routine that changed my life. And guess what, guys? I haven't done that morning routine in like two and a half to three weeks. He he he. And I have been suffering because of that. A good routine, even if it's not like a morning routine, even just like your daily routines, your daily habits, if you're neglecting them and you feel yourself starting to slip away from doing them, slowly integrate them back into your life. I know for me, if I woke up tomorrow and tried to do like my perfect morning routine, I would probably be very overwhelmed. So I'm gonna slowly get into it over the next few days. But routines are really just what makes up our life, our day-to-day life. And in our day-to-day life is where change happens because you're not gonna make a big change in one day. It's your daily routines, your daily habits that over time compile and make a difference. Even just with my night routines, like I said, I've had a horrible sleep schedule. I really need to stop sitting on the couch for longer than longer than I need to because I do think, you know, watching a good show is good for you. Sometimes, a lot of the times, it is necessary. Put on a comfort show, put on a movie, whatever, it hits and it's good. <laughs> but I have been taking it a step too far because I have that personality where once I start something, it's very hard for me to stop. And so with the shows that I've been watching lately, I have just been binging them, which is why I've been going to bed super late and I haven't been reading. I have been like scrolling on my phone right before I go to bed. And those aren't things that I like to do. Yeah, I've still been doing it and they don't even make me feel good, but I still do it. So I have to rip myself out of that cycle After I am done recording this podcast, I'm not going to sit on the couch and watch more TV, even if I might want to. I'm going to shower. I'm going to get to bed and have a good night's night's rest. We all definitely know this, but going on screens right before you sleep sometimes isn't the best for your sleep, and apparently it affects how good of quality your sleep is. So that's why I really like to read before I go to bed, but I've been neglecting that. If you're not someone that likes to read, you can listen to an audiobook or even just listen to some music, maybe even like a podcast or something that I've actually discovered is brown noise. And you've definitely probably heard of white noise. It's like that <laughs> static almost sound. But with brown noise, I literally feel like it silences my thoughts. Go on Spotify after you're done listening to this podcast and search up brown noise. It sounds a little bit different than white noise. To me, white noise has like a little bit of a higher pitch frequency, which I don't really love, but the brown noise hits. Oh my gosh, I've been falling asleep so quickly when I listen to that. Also, when I have been having little like meltdowns, cause that's been happening lately too, I put on brown noise and it has really, really been helping. So 
definitely check that out. Okay, this last tip for me is I think the most important one and one that I really need to listen to and that is to keep the promises you make to yourself because if you keep breaking them, you're gonna lose your self-confidence. This is what I mean by that. So I keep promising myself that I'm gonna change, that I'm going to get back on track and then when I don't and I know I could have, I just lose that confidence in myself and when you keep promises to yourself, it builds your confidence. So obviously if you do the opposite, you're gonna lose confidence. There's just nothing worse than promising yourself that you're gonna do something and then you don't follow through with it. And you know, obviously you can't be so hard on yourself with that, you can't keep every single promise to yourself, but ones that are doable, if you can't keep them to yourself and fulfill those promises, you just end up feeling like shit and you're like, oh, what the heck? And that kind of ties in all of these tips because all these tips are things that I want to do, that I want to listen to and actually integrate into my life again. And so I need to make that promise, but then actually keep it. And so that's what I'm personally going to be working on this week. I think in general, just fulfilling the promises that you make to yourself will help you so much and you will feel so good about yourself. So that being said, those are my personal tips But like I said, I asked you guys on the podcast Instagram, which is at mymindpod, if you want to check it out. It's a really good time. I asked you guys for some of your tips when you're feeling off and you're in a rut. So let's read. Someone said, take a walk and listen to some good music. Another person said, I love to turn on a podcast or blast my favorite music and cook something tasty. That honestly sounds so nice. I really need to get back into my cooking shit. Not that I was ever that into it, but I was on a roll of making myself a really yummy, nutritious, healthy breakfast and putting in at least a little bit of effort for dinner. That has kind of all flown out the window. I haven't been consistent with grocery shopping lately and I actually just went tonight because like I said, this week I'm gonna be back on my shit. I was like, okay, I literally have practically an empty fridge. For my meals, I've just been scrapping things together and it hasn't been hitting. So I did a grocery shop tonight. I restocked on all of my favorite things. I don't know, this week, I'm really gonna focus on feeding myself things that feel good, that taste good, and that make my body feel good. I know for me, a big thing when I'm in these moods is that I get really lazy with taking care of myself. And I hate that about me because I feel like the best way to thrive And to be happy is to like show yourself love in whatever way that is for you. I just haven't been doing that for myself. So all of these things that I mentioned, working out, moving, my body, eating well, keeping up with cleaning my space and having a good space for me to live in and all of that, I really need to hone in on. I love, love, love that tip. Someone else said, get outside and get that hot girl walk. Absolutely. You guys know the hot girl walks hit. Another person said, allow myself time to rest and reset my mind. Also, fresh air is a lifesaver. I definitely agree with that. Another person said, journal. I write everything I'm feeling or draw what I think my feelings look like. That is so interesting. I didn't even think of putting that on my list. If you are someone who likes to journal, even if you're not someone who likes to journal, maybe this would be really good to try out. I have tried to get into journaling and I really want to try again. But for me, what I've actually been doing lately is whenever... There's just a lot going on in my mind. I do a mind dump, but on my notes app. So instead of doing it like typical journal style pen and paper, I've just been doing it on my notes app. And that's what's been working for me. It's been so therapeutic. Every time my mind is going a little bit crazy, I just put it all in there. So it's kind of like my digital journal. But if you're someone who likes a physical journal, then do whatever works for you. But I love that. Another person said, hang out with friends and go outside to remind myself that the world is bigger than just me. (gasps) Girl, that is literally what I said. I'm so glad someone else agrees with that, that it's nice to feel like the world is bigger than just you. Another person said, clean everything, change sheets, vacuum, organize, etc. You guys know, cleaning hits. The act of cleaning, it doesn't always hit. You know, sometimes it's really unfortunate. <laughs> Not unfortunate. Sometimes it's really annoying too and dreadful almost. The feeling after is unmatched. And you know what? We're gonna have to get over that feeling of hating cleaning because I used to hate cleaning, but now I'm like, life is just a cycle of cleaning things, messing and dirtying them up, and then having to clean it again. Nothing ever stays clean. So I have to learn to love it. 
You know, sometimes you just have to romanticize cleaning a little bit. Another person said sunshine fixes everything, which I definitely agree with. Oh, nothing. Mm. I actually haven't done that in a while because nothing hits like going outside, getting in some vitamin D. Oh my gosh, I have been dying to do that. But like I said, I've just been holed up in my apartment not doing that, even though I know when it's sunny out, I'm like, it would be so nice to lay out right now and I, I would feel so recharged, but I haven't been. So that's definitely high on the priority list. Sunshine feels so, so good. Another person said plan a special day out which I think is a really good tip. Sometimes you have to change it up, have something to look forward to, and I don't know, just get out of your rut in like a physical way, get out of your space that you've been in a rut in and go do something fun. Another person said, have a cry and make a cup of tea. It's the best way and solves everything. I can't relate to the tea part. I'm not really a tea person. I feel like that would be so nice if I was like the type of person that poured myself a cup of tea at night. Oh my gosh. I would love to get into that, but I do agree. I mean, I agree with all of it, but I personally can attest to sometimes letting it out in tears is the best way to just get out all of those like inner feelings and stress. Honestly, sometimes all it takes is a good cry and you feel a little bit better after. I know for me, sometimes when I bottle up my feelings, eh, it doesn't work out the best. So I think feeling those things out is really, really good. Someone else said, set a timer, usually an hour to get all my shit done as if I'm racing myself. And I love that. That is such a good idea. This person says, take me time nights, take the shower, drink ice water and a movie and snacks. That sounds so lovely. Another person said, getting off of social media because that leads to comparison and feeling shitty sometimes. And I agree, girl. I haven't been on Instagram in two days. I felt like I needed to do that this weekend and so I did and very therapeutic for me. I feel like if you are someone who gets sucked into the social media vortex, taking a step back is really helpful and you would be surprised how good you feel after. I'm reading through a lot of these and I'm seeing a lot of working out, driving with some good music, getting outside, spending quality alone time in a good way, getting sun. So I think we're all honestly on the same page here. It's funny because we all have these tools. It's like we know what to do, just like how I have all these tips to get out of a rut. You know, I've had that internally in my head for a while. It's just a matter of doing it. And so if you're at the point where you're still in that rut, maybe you need to, you know, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, let yourself feel like that. It's okay to be in this mood. Me making this episode is not me being like, if you're in a rut, you need to fix it right away because I don't know what you're going through and only you do and you know what's best for you. Even if being in a rut obviously is not what's best for you, but if you're going through something really, really tough, I'm here for you. It's not always easy to get out of it and I totally recognize that. Take it at your own pace, honestly, and do what you need to do for yourself. If you've been stuck in a rut for a very long time and you're also tired of it, but you know, you just have stuff going on. I totally understand that. So even if you can do something small for yourself every day that feels good, I feel like even that is just a win. That all being said, I hope this podcast episode inspired you because now I like have this fire lit up my butt. <laughs> that sounds really aggressive, but I have a fire under my ass. Is that the term? I don't know. I suddenly am like eager to get to, get to bed and I'm eager to wake up tomorrow and I'm just ready to feel good again. I am just like ready for that. I'm so tired of feeling like this. And you know, if I fall back into a rut again, I, eh, you know, it's, it's inevitable. You're not always going to be in a good mood forever, but you're not always going to be in a bad mood forever. Eh, it's all a balancing act. It's life, I guess. Thank you for listening to all my late night thoughts. I hope you still like me. <laughs> Sometimes when I do episodes late at night, I really try not to. Sometimes I feel like I'm exposing myself and I'm like, I'm actually not as insightful as I thought I was because during the day, I feel like my episodes are just like, yes, to the point they're hitting. And then sometimes when I record at night, you know what? Maybe I'm just overthinking. I'm probably overthinking and overanalyzing. Welcome to my head. Anyway, as you can tell, that was everything on my mind. Bye.